Riverside. Hello, and welcome into the Sad Fan, where we talk about the good, the bad, and everything that made you sad. And I mean, I gotta think, I gotta start with the start of... I'm not going to start with the start of, I'm going to start with the start of Jim Harbaugh's NFL coaching career, which, you know, I, I don't know if it's an omen or what's happening, but the first NFL game he ever attends is the head coach. That's right. The head coach of the Los Angeles Chargers. They lose. That was wild. What's going on there? What do you, what do you make of that, Wes? Is this an omen? Is this, is this something that's predicting the future of his NFL coaching career? No, no, not at all. I'm, I, let me tell you what he's going to do wonders with Har or he's going to do wonders with Herbert and the Chargers. He's, okay, he's going to do wonders with the Harbaugh name. <laughs> he turned he turned the Forty ers around in one season. Like I'm telling you right now, Chargers are going to go to the playoffs. They're probably going to go to. I think they're going to. I think they're going to lose in the divisional round in a nail biter. Next year. I'm just going to turn that. So they're, yeah, they're going to be a wild card pick. They're going to be a wild card. They're going to win in the wild card, and then I think they're going to lose a nail biter in the divisional round. But he's going to turn that team around real quick. They I'm got all the honest. pieces. What? Because I think the Chargers are just known for charging. I don't think it matters who the head coach is. I think then they have Marty Schottenheimer at one point, and they were still bad. So I just I don't I don't think a coach is going to matter. I think some teams are just destined to be bad and we're going to talk about one of those teams here in a bit because sadly they didn't make it to the Super Bowl. But let's stick on this game here. You you you're happy with the coaching hire. You and I differ on our opinions on great. this coaching. I'm really excited for for Herbert. I think on this coaching it's, carousel. It's nice that he's a good coach. Okay, we'll get back to it. Don't worry. You can talk about your duck. Quack, quack, quack. Relax. Quack, but quack. let's Mopo. talk about this Ravens 49er game because that was really a device to set you up for the Ravens 49ers game. And you took it as a device to set you up to talk about how much you love Jim Harbaugh and how much you love <laughs> Justin Herbert. All right. So the first game Jim Harbaugh, he attends, they lose, right? Because he was supporting his brother, John just like John supported him when Michigan won the national championship. So this game, you and I agreed, we were talking back and forth, and I've, I've, I've thought on it ever since. We've had a day to think on it. And I still agree. The Ravens more lost this game than the Chiefs won it, but the Chiefs that, had that championship DNA to not make as many mistakes as the Ravens did. That's absolutely it. That was a common theme this weekend was mistakes and losing the game. And I feel like in this case... The Ravens' defense was phenomenal. After the first two drives, they pretty much shut out the Chiefs. I mean, the Chiefs, like, once they got through, like, all their scripted plays, their scripted drives, they really didn't have anything that they could do against this Ravens' defense. And that was, like, I, I haven't anything. seen any... Well, yeah, because their <laughs> offense couldn't do anything. But I haven't seen yeah. a defense shut down Kansas City like that in a long time. And I hope the Seahawks get Mike McDonald, but... I mean, the the Ravens were so bad at creating plays against this Chiefs defense that Lamar Jackson had to catch a pass himself and run it yeah. for 15, 20, what was it, 15, 20 yards? <laughs> they, and Zay, <laughs> Zay Flowers, I feel like, is is an idiot. I'm sorry, the, the taunting <laughs> thing, that was so stupid. And then he, he got fumbled, 
reaching across the goal line. They had the first down anyways at the one. And then he proceeds to, he proceeds (laughs) to slam his hand against his helmet or the bench and like cuts his hand open. I'm like, you idiot, dude. Like, yeah, I don't like, like he's, he's immature. He's got a lot of growing up to do. You and I have both been in the heat of passion or in a moment and done something crazy. I've seen you knock over an entire table of bottles in the heat of passion. Okay. I don't know so, what you're talking so, about. So, I didn't say what it had to do with. I just said I've seen Where's you knock the over proof? a table of bottles. Challenge <laughs> I flag. Say, I didn't say what it had to do with. I just said I've seen you knock over a table of bottles. Okay, Put on the so challenge flag. I need proof. I, I, I've I've ripped up a bracket in the heat of passion. All right? So, so we've a all FIFA done... Bracket. A FIFA bracket. A FIFA bracket. Uh, we've all done stupid things in in the heat of passion. Mine was over an air conditioner. You know what? Yours was over irritation. We've all been frustrated with situations and caused things to happen, especially when you're playing at the height of your profession. I mean, think about it. This is the game before the game. So I get why tensions are high, why he's so passionate. And in his defense, Zay Flowers was the only one making big plays outside of Lamar Jackson. I, I agree with you there. He was, it's so frustrating to see someone so good, but make so many giant stupid mistakes that cost their team the game. Yeah, it did. And I, I, I do think the taunting, remember he taunted Sneed after he caught the ball on Sneed. Guess yeah. who caused the fumble? Sneed. Yeah. He made the championship play. Zay Flowers didn't. He's like, okay, you want to taunt? I got you. And then and then he made the championship play at the goal line. So, yep. I mean, you reap what you sow. That's why I love taunting. I love taunting. I love it. I think it should be allowed. <laughs> let them taunt. Like, let them talk smack. Let, I let agree. this happen. Let them celebrate. Like, let this. I mean, the, they were letting Kelsey do it all game. Yeah, as long as they're not. Why didn't they call it against Kelsey? We're not going to do that show. But, <laughs> but as long as they're not fighting, let them taunt. Right, they gotta but protect Tay Tay's boyfriend. Okay, I don't, I don't want to have the show about how much the refs protect Patrick Mahomes and the Chiefs and all. I don't want. I saw enough of it on Twitter. Okay, I, I understand <laughs> there's a narrative out there, and as a Raiders fan, I am obligated to, on occasion, agree. However, I did think that the broadcast team did do a great job of showing, hey, no, this really was a penalty. Here's why. And they actually showed you, so you weren't like, nah, that's BS, I don't agree. Like, it would show you. It showed you the Zay Flowers penalty. It showed you the offside. It was, they were doing a good job, I thought. I knew for the most part, yeah. Uh, now, the 49ers game. Wes, I'm going to let you take the lead on this 49ers game, because obviously in England, I, I just get to watch the recaps and the highlights. That game's on very late here. But when I went to sleep, I will tell you this. When I went to sleep, the lines were up like 20 to 7. Yeah, it was... It was a it was a blowout, or at least that's what it looked like. And the Lions just stopped doing what they were doing, and they started making big mistakes. And Dan Campbell started being a dumbass. I'm sorry, mm-hmm. that's it. I get I get being you're aggressive. Conservative though, you're you're no 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 no. Throw out dumbass. Trust okay, me, you're right. I didn't see it. I'm late. Take the lead. Go Oregon, I do? love it when Oregon's aggressive. <laughs> like, most of Dan Lanning's aggressive calls last season, I will back up. I get mm-hmm. it. I like being aggressive, especially if you have the lead, and it's like fourth and two, you know? Freaking go for it. Pile it on. Like, that one, Shuffle I don't, out. like, yeah. I'll step on their throats. Yeah. But when you're behind by three, and you have a chance to tie the game with, like, a 45-yard field goal, 
and you elect to go for it on fourth and three, that's stupid. That is that is incredibly stupid. Like I I was like, wow, we are watching a guy try to get fired in real time. He's gonna get fired. Look what he did in Detroit. He's gonna He's get not. God in Detroit. <laughs> He's not. But that was the dumbest that was one of the dumbest play calls I've ever seen in my life. So how are you 30 years of watching I, football. They, I didn't see the play. What was the play that he used to go for? Was it a run? <laughs> no, I think it was a pass. I mean, gosh, I'm kind of down for that. <laughs> but so here's the it. thing though. They were they started going away from the run. I feel like after that fumble, they just completely abandoned the run. And they had been dominating San Francisco all day long with the run. I mean, before the end of halftime, Jameer Gibbs and um Montgomery yeah, Montgomery. They each had over a hundred yards. I yeah, and when I was watching, I like I said, I fell asleep at twenty to seven. But I, I, I gotta say, I, when I was watching, let me finish that statement. When I was watching, they were running the ball pretty well. In fact, David Montgomery had run in a touchdown earlier in the game in the first quarter, I believe. But would this be a non-issue if they had lost by more than three? Do you think because they lost by three points, it's a big issue? I think the way they lost is a big issue. There's really no excuse for losing that kind of a lead in that kind of a game. Unless you get an injury. No one got injured. Mm-hmm. They just fumbled it. I mean, it's the equivalent is... of someone running it in and dropping it right before the end zone. There is an image of C.J. Gardner-Johnson waving <laughs> goodbye to all the uh, San Francisco fans. And I, I'm just superstitious in sports. Like I said, I love the taunting, but here we go. Who caused the fumble? Sneed. Who got taunted? Sneed. Who started taunting first? The Lions, Eminem, everybody was in the crowd taunting. Right? Eminem's flipping off all the 49er fans. Uh, <laughs> I didn't see that. <laughs> CJ Gardner Johnson is waving goodbye to all the 49er fans. And they lose. So I like the taunting aspect of things. I like what what it adds to the game what we get from it however i do feel absolutely terrible for the lions because i i wanted them i was like okay i i don't mind watching the lions against the chiefs in the super bowl i'm fine with that i I wasn't i didn't want to see the 49ers and the chiefs anyway that's not that's the least i wanted to see seriously that's that's the worst matchup that i wanted to see out of all four teams i think the only thing that would have made it worse was the cowboys instead of the niners (laughs) so so there are two teams by the way Oh, and maybe the Browns. The Browns. I think Browns-Cowboys would have been the only worse option. (laughs) Once they get rid of Watson, though, I would love to see the Browns versus the Lions in a Super Bowl. I would love to see And all the fans apologize for being, (laughs) uh, for carrying Deshaun Watson's water. I think it's the NFL's worst nightmare because that's, like, two just, like, very regional teams. But, (laughs) I mean, I'd like to see that. I would love to see that as long as it's not Deshaun Watson. (laughs) Uh, so there are two teams, Wes, what I was getting at with this. Outside, no, 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 the Lions have now made it to the NFC Championship game. There are two teams this century, so that's the key part of this, this century, that have not made it to their championship game. Do you have a guess at who those two teams are? Nope, they've made it to the championship game. Have they? Yeah. Oh, AFC this century? Game. So 20 or so 2000 plus? Mm-hmm. Oh, uh, Cowboys? Okay. Good, good. That's the one that shocks most people. The Cowboys. No, I mean, that's obvious. They suck. They can't win anything. 
<laughs> I think you're familiar, though, because of the whole Seattle debacle with Tony Romo, which, where they had what I actually think was probably their best team in a long time, and Tony Romo fumbled the, the field goal the famously snap, against yeah. Seattle. So so I guess ask it a Seattle fan who remembers all the way back to, what is that, 2008? Or two, somewhere right. around there? That, uh, that, who hasn't made it? But who do you think the second one is? Oh, the second one. Uh, what conference are they in? Same conference as the Cowboys. <laughs> Commanders. Yeah, the Washington Commanders. So That's because so uh, Snyder is a vile human pile of crap. Now he's gone. And now he's gone. And, yep. you know, with this Super Bowl, the 49ers versus the Chiefs, we get a rematch. And, I mean, the script writers, I don't know if they could have done a better job over the last three years. In, in making sure this happens in three, four years. Gosh, was it four years ago that we had the 49ers sheep? Well, I, th- I think it just goes to, it gets rid of the conspiracy theory about the people who were saying it was red and purple logo, so that meant it was going to be 49ers Ravens. That was the dumbest <laughs> conspiracy I've seen in a while. <laughs> there's There's been so many, though. There's been so many. But the one thing that's been a threat is that Brock Purdy is not a real quarterback, that Brock Purdy's this, that he's that. Brock Purdy just wins, though. That's what you guys. He had don't some feel. really bad throws, though. If you compare, yeah. like, I mean, I'm not gonna like try and say like, oh, if you're not Mahomes, you're not good, because that's stupid. Mahomes is generational, but like, it, it, if you just compare them, Mahomes didn't really have any bad throws. He was on target. It was he did what he had pretty to crazy, but Purdy had some really lame duck throws. You know. He just wins. Yeah, he has some lame duck throws, and we could say what we want, but when it comes down to crunch time, and everybody's like, well, you don't want him, and I'm like, I kind of do, because he seems to win a majority of the... He wins more than he loses in crunch time. Now, I also want... I'm Shannon. telling you right now. Now, I also this want... This is going to be a blowout. <laughs> I want to I wanna be very clear about that. I also want Shanahan, no, but... I hate the Niners. No. Like... I, I hate Stop both teams. If, if I really Shanahan don't care. Says, if Shanahan says, I'm leaving San Francisco and I'm going to Seattle, you would, would be do all that? in. Why would he do he that? Wouldn't. I want Mike Rabel. He, Give me Rabel. He wouldn't. Give me McDonald's. You Give me would Johnson. be all in. You would no. be all in if he did. No. Stop it. Yes, you would. No. You're such no. a liar. You're, okay, we'll leave that alone. Here's the thing. You're such I hate, a liar. I hate everything about the Niners. I hate most everything about the Chiefs. So I I don't know, but I think the Chiefs are going to kick the crap out of the Niners. I mean I mean we we could really talk about that right now, but I think we've got next week to talk about that. We got to talk about what everybody wants to talk about, Wes. NFL flag football. NFL flag football. The Pro Bowl. The Pro Bowl. Yeah, yeah, and you know what's about to happen. So they have the flag football competition now in the Pro Bowl skills competition. And I think this is just a showcase. I think this is a talent showcase. You know what I think it's a talent showcase for? Who? What happens in the Olympics this year? Flag football is an Olympic sport this year. Oh, that's right. I completely so. forgot that it was a Olympic <laughs> sport now. So I think it's just the talent showcase. Let the world know. Like, hey. I guess. Hey, this is, wait till you see Jamar Chase on a flag football field. Wait till, you, wait till you see Lamar Jackson on a flag football field. Wait till it's, you see some of this. I the whole thing of flag football being in the Olympics is 
kind of silly. Well, we don't get to put, like, I mean, I don't think we're putting our best team on the court because Josh Allen would just throw over everyone. Could you imagine? Could you imagine the cornerback <laughs> from China trying to cover <laughs> Travis Kelsey? No, not happening. <laughs> so I, I, uh, I think it's, that's what everybody wants to talk about right now. I think that's the showcase, right? Our best players against their best players. So silly. <laughs> I, I just, uh, I'm very excited to see Josh Jacobs run through the defensive line of Japan. <laughs> I, right. I don't even have anything to say on it. You, but, uh, you have nothing to say. You're not picturing DK silly. Metcalf lining up against the safety from Jamaica? <laughs> How about we talk about something better like the NBA or like the basketball Olympic team? That's going to be stacked. <laughs> yeah, of course it is. Of course it is. You, at, you, le- you, at least you, basketball is competitive. It is. It is. And I jest, but we do have the Pro Bowl weekend coming up. It's going to be what, What's we next? Are we going to do trampoline basketball in the Olympics? Skateboarding is an Olympic sport now, I think, right? So we got skateboarding in the Summer Olympics. Okay, let's do skateboard basketball. Skateboard basketball. Slam ball. Do you remember slam ball from back in the day? Do you yep. remember that? <laughs> I do. <laughs> the trampoline sports? All right, speaking of trampoline sports, Vince McMahon used the World Wrestling Federation before it became WWE to trampoline himself all the way to the top of business by being great at business. He was able to combine and bring together tons of regional entities. And everybody looked at him as this czar of wrestling. But it turns out he was a pretty terrible person, always. Oh, yeah. I mean, I could have told you that years ago, decades ago. Okay. All right. I mean, the writing he... was on the wall, right? There was a lot of signs. If you look yeah, back now, really if, you have, if, you, if you use hindsight. It was everywhere. Yeah. Um, but... Yeah, so for those who don't know, um, he had a lawsuit filed against him for it was this woman, and she was trying to basically like get into the business, and he basically pimped her out to other wrestlers, had her like take uh, videos, photos of herself, and then also hooked her up with other wrestlers for sex, and uh, he also partook including defecating on this poor lady uh, just so she could get a promotion or get in the biz. And it's pretty disgusting, basically sex trafficking. And there, there was a lot more to this. Like Kurt Angle goes into some stuff about how he shot the scene with Kurt Angle making out with Stephanie McMahon and how awkward it was to be involved with this. And I think CM Punk is famous for trying to draw attention to his behavior with women. For years and years as well, right? So there's there's quite a few wrestlers that have tried to say like, "Hey, this guy's kind of a creep. This guy's kind of a perv." Yeah, not surprised. And uh, also brought up in that was Brock Lesnar. Brock Lesnar apparently was one of the guys that was uh, receiving photos and videos and sleeping with this lady. He's married to Sable, anyway. So outside of the absolutely terrible, terrible news that came out of WWE. There was some news that I think is pretty eventful when it comes to business and a big win for Nick Khan, Triple H, and all the members that are the head of WWE right now or sit on the board at least. And that was WWE signed with Netflix. That's right. Uh, But you were not as excited as I was about it, but I'm excited about it from a business perspective. What are your thoughts? 
it just seems like a weird matchup. I mean, I'm sure it's going to be fine. It's Netflix. They know how to do things, but it just seems weird. Like when you think of like live entertainment, live sports, I mean, you have like Amazon prime video trying to dip their toes in and Peacock, but it just seems like for the money, there's more money in network, but I mean, I don't know. I don't think there's more money in network at all. I, I just don't. There's there's because there's not right. Apple TV has more money than CBS. This just fact. I'm sorry. They bought the entire MLS. <laughs> they bought all yeah. of MLS. They, they didn't just buy. I mean, that's Apple. or games. But yeah, that's Apple. Amazon is one you mentioned. Amazon yeah. definitely has more money than Comcast, Xfinity, Peacock. OK, they have they they have more money. But they didn't do a great job with their broadcast, even though they brought on Al Michaels. And I, I'm kind of of the mind that I don't know that the broadcast matters. Like, I do enjoy Greg Olson. I do enjoy Tony Romo. I think Greg Olson's actually better than Tony Romo. I mean, like, that's what <laughs> I take. I do. I think he's he's good at his job. I think he's interesting. I think he's good at explaining things. And I think he goes at people that are wrong, like these old school journalists that just are like, play football the way it was meant to be played. Run the ball. He also doesn't, punt the he also ball. doesn't sound I, drunk all the time. Yes, that <laughs> I, I, I don't know about that, Jim. Uh, but uh, but uh, yeah, I do enjoy Greg Olson. But I think Netflix now is getting into this game not just for let's not be myopic, not just for Raw. Do you know what happens worldwide? So the channels change, the rights change. The rights are just for the United States. So USA yeah. Network owns SmackDown. Still, they still own SmackDown property, and they still get to play SmackDown property on their network. However, worldwide, well, Fox, Fox currently has SmackDown, right? No, I think or I think it's USA. Fox had Raw, right? Fox has SmackDown. USA has Raw. I think, yeah. N- no, because USA still has SmackDown. No, no, because I remember they kept switching to like Fox Sports during the World Series and stuff like that for SmackDown. Okay. We'll look into this. We'll we'll, we'll get our yeah. we'll, we'll dot our eyes and cross our t's. But for the most part, USA still has one of those entities. Anyway, the the way the USA works is some people have raw, some networks have raw, some networks have this, some networks have that, right? But worldwide, Netflix actually now owns all of the WWE properties outside of the United States. So worldwide now in a global market, mm. they could show the other WWE properties on Netflix. So I think this is a win for WWE in brand expansion, accessibility, okay. ex- accessibility, and value. They've now added value to their company. And the shareholders love it because the, the stocks of Endeavor have shot through the roof with this merger. Yeah. I mean, I I don't disagree that it's that it's a good business decision. I just I'm not too familiar with like the business of network versus streaming and all that. So I mean I'm gonna trust them that if it's better than going with ABC or ESPN or NBC, Fox, whatever, then go for it. Do you think this is just a step, uh, like a matter of time before Netflix owns like ESPN or like an ESPN style entity? Do you think this is the the first step on the way to this? Well, there has been a lot of talk in like the last year or two about Disney wanting to spool off ESPN. So mm-hmm. I could see if Disney does 
cut off ESPN, I could see it going to a streaming provider. A bidding war, I think. I think everybody thought it was a foregone conclusion, right? It's going to be Apple. It's going to be Apple. But now that we see, you know, uh, Amazon making their moves, Netflix now makes their move into the sports sphere. Uh, I think it's going to be a bidding war for ESPN. I think ESPN is still a very valuable property. I think live sports is still something. It's it's the best reality TV. The best reality TV is live sports. I mean, yeah, I'm going to be really depressed in two weeks. Because there's going to be no more football on. Yeah. It's I'm going to be, be really sad, sad until March Madness. The, the good thing about that is maybe I could catch you on a weekend in the morning and we could record this show so I'm not up at 4 a.m. yelling at you. <laughs> no, <Nope>, not happening. <laughs> but, but there was a court stormy incident that you and Josh got to talk about, and I'm a little bit jelly, a little bit jealous. I was jealous that you guys got to talk about Buffalo. Yeah, because Caitlin Clark again. is your idol. I love Caitlin Clark. I do. I do. Uh, but I got to admit, I kind of agree with the Dan Levitard show in Don't Be Mad at Me. Did she sell that a little bit? Did, did she sell it a little bit? Was there a little sell there? I don't think so. You don't think so? Rewatch the video. And I want to get a text message from you. Rewatch the video. Okay. But I'm watching. I'll rewatch I, it I, again because I only want. It's been a while, so. And my my initial reaction when I saw that because I I apologize again to the to the audience <laughs> I was on my anniversary trip, but my initial reaction was, was like I don't know if she hit her that hard. I don't know if I, I feel like that was almost like when you're on the court and you want to take a charge. That's how I felt about the, the Caitlin Clark thing. Now, I do think, hey, guys, like, let's stop storming the court for every little thing. Like, it doesn't, we don't yeah. have to storm the court for every little thing. And if you've never stormed the court before, which this young lady clearly had never stormed the court before, maybe <laughs> don't be the first one. Maybe, right. <laughs> and it's, maybe let, I, let a couple others so you can see how it works. Let a couple others run yeah. first and then get your bearings. Go ahead. I just feel like basketball is. Like a basketball court is inherently more dangerous for storming than a football field. Why? There's more players. Well, if you get knocked field. down, it's it's hardwood, not grass. Mm-hmm. I just think a I mean, football it, court holds more people, and that's why I think it's more audiences. You stand the risk, or you run the risk of being trampled when you storm a college football field or anything like but that. But you also, it's the basketball court is smaller. And you still have thousands of people trying to get onto this little teeny tiny rectangle. Piece of wood. That's like, you, you sound like you're describing people lost at sea. <laughs> like you know, like, like yeah. the boat has capsized and we now have thousands of tourists. This is to Titanic, okay? Jack and what's her face? Jack and Rose can't fit on the same board, okay? <laughs> You, yeah, you, you definitely artistically James Cameron described a court story to me just now. Was, I don't know if it's that, but okay. Let me let me ride this train with you. Uh, next week, of course, like I said, I alluded to this already. It's it's the start of not having football to talk about. So we're going to see what we're able to fill the time with here on the Sad Fan. We're going to have stuff programmed. We're going to definitely go back to talking about issue-based uh, television and reporting when it comes to sports. Granted, we're can we, we talk about some... the coaches? Because I really still... want to talk about Atlanta fumbling the ball with Bill okay, Belichick. Go, I, you have you have two minutes on this, and then I will give you my comment. 
Raheem Morris was garbage before. He was garbage with the Buccaneers. He was garbage when he was interim head coach with the Falcons. I don't know why they hired him again. He's going to be garbage again. I feel like they just panicked when they realized that either Bill Belichick didn't want to be there or he wasn't the right fit. And they're like, oh, crap, we got to hire somebody. Uh, Raheem Morris. <laughs> Two thumbs down. You suck. You're going to be a terrible franchise. That you had, you have you still got 30 seconds. Go. I want to hear your. I want to hear what you think. <laughs> I I don't think they did. I don't think in this era that Bill Belichick is the right coach for the job. I'm not gonna to quote Rex Ryan, kiss his rings. I don't. I don't think he did anything without Tom Brady. He showed me that he's exactly who we thought he was when he doesn't have a generational quarterback to go out there and win games. He is exactly who he was with the Jets and with the Browns. He's a great defensive mind that doesn't really know how to relate to players and people don't want to play for him. Whereas adversely, Raheem Morris comes from the Sean McVay school of coaching and that school of coaching, he rehabilitated his career with Sean McVay and that school of coaching has done a great job. Like you've got your Matt LaFleur's, you know, who else is connected? Not, not from Sean McVay, but coach with Sean McVay is Shanahan. And then of course you have also, uh, over in Cincinnati, Kyle, uh, what is it? Not Kyle Allen. Um, oh gosh, the Cincinnati coach is going but he also coached under Sean McVay. So you're seeing Look, this, he's kind of crowned a lot of people. Raheem Morris is a fine coordinator, but he's not a good head coach. And they're going to find that out again. It's the same thing. It's Josh McDaniels 2.0 over again. Okay. <laughs> He's just not a good head coach. There were so many other better options, and they just freaked out. They panicked. I don't know. We'll see. No, we'll Stradamus. See you'll see. You'll see in a year. They're gonna suck. Well, he's not. He's not. I mean, there's a there's a very solid chance you're gonna. Here's what's gonna happen. Ben he's Johnson exactly is going to DC. The, he's not exactly coaching the best team. Less. <laughs> <laughs> They're gonna be terrible for years. But here's what's gonna happen. Ben Johnson goes to DC. Mike McDonald goes to Seahawks. We get a great. We get a great defensive head coach. Who knows Brable's if he can actually head coach? He's a really young guy, but <laughs> I look forward to it. Vrabel sits out of here? I think so. Although I wouldn't mind Variable, but we haven't interviewed him yet. I mean, so. I, I think he's, he might be taking a break. I think that job, what he was able to do with Tennessee was crazy. So all the credit in the world to him. And you know what, Wes? All the credit in the world to... Take a break. All, all the credit in the world to us and our fans. Plus, Variable's got a great face for TV. A great face for TV. Uh, we want to thank you for joining us each and every week here on The Sad Fan for joining us. Uh, we know it could be tumultuous. We know it could be crazy. But we're here to break it all down for you. Remember, you can reach us at The Sad Fan Cast and The Sad Fan 12 on X. You can also reach us at Instagram Twitter. and on TikTok. We will see you there. Have a great week.